0: Production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you realign utility spending to match your mission? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of the Story Connect Podcast. Hi, I'm Megan McCoy-No, one of the storytellers at Pioneer Utility Resources, and your host today. I am joined by Kyle Allmine, Manager of Public Relations at Northern Neck Electric Cooperative in Virginia. Kyle, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Megan. I really appreciate it.
0: This is exciting. Now we were talking about the shift uh, between your annual meeting and something really exciting that you're doing this year. Now, can you talk to me about what your annual meeting at Northern Neck Electric has typically been? Let's say pre-pandemic.
1: Yes. So um, what I'll do is I'll walk you through the the three steps. So what our annual meeting used to be, mm-hmm. what. Pandemic impacted annual meeting look like, and what it will look like in the future. So, are you saying I don't have to ask
0: you questions throughout?
1: (laughs) That's right. That's very
0: exciting, (laughs) Kyle.
1: (laughs) That way, it's also easier my brain to outline it. Like, uh, like (laughs) GPT, I could just you know one, two, three. Uh, So, in the past, pre-pandemic. We would typically rent out a high school and we would have all types of tables and community groups and things like that. Uh, And of course, we would feed our members. Um, Now, what would typically happen, though, is we would have that at a high school in one extreme or the other in the geographic location of our region. So inevitably, for some of our members, it would take them three hours round trip to get to the annual meeting.
0: Okay. And just to to set the stage for us, um, you are in Virginia. Uh, How many members does your
1: cooperative have? So we are at over uh, 17,400 members, uh, 20,000 connections, and we are in six counties in the Eastern Peninsula region of Virginia. So that would be uh, Stafford County and King George County and the Fredericksburg region and east into the Northern Neck region through Westmoreland County, Richmond County, Northumberland and Lancaster.
0: Okay, so that's, that's a big area that you're covering. Folks kind of spread out and you would either be what the east or west side of That's your right. coverage area trying to reach
1: people One high school. Yep. And so okay. if someone wanted to come from Stafford, it would be three or more hours round trip for them to, to come to an annual meeting. So we typically didn't have money from, from, I was going to say,
0: what's, what was your attendance like?
1: The attendance was good. We usually had about 400 voting members, 800 people total, um, okay. out of, you know, the, the, 16, the 17,000. So not too bad. We always made quorum, which was always great. Um, but it, just kind of felt like something was missing. Um, Then when the pandemic hit, our first priority was keeping our our community, our members and our employees safe. So we started doing a virtual annual meeting and that's when we started to be like, well, wait a second. Not only is this kind of great because it's recorded and it's on our website for anyone to always access, but our members can feel like they can be a part of it, whether they're a single mom and they can't leave the house because this is the only time they get with their kids, or maybe they're an elderly member that just doesn't leave the house anymore because they don't feel safe driving at night. I mean, you have all those different cases that now they can still feel like they can be a part of our annual meeting, which is important. Um, And it's also nice because, like I said before, it's it's kind of held for posterity. We always have those videos now and we used to not have those. So it's kind of cool to have that. Um, and as we work through that, we then started opening it up a, up a little bit and saying, like, if you want to come, you can, uh, you know, and nobody came. So oh. we were like, well, hold on. Like, so why aren't they coming? Well, it's the meal. You know, we weren't offering a meal anymore. Um, and so how do you still engage your members, give them a place to speak to your board, to your executive team, your managers, to ask questions about vegetation management or right of or call center response times or whatever, um, and then also engage those members in a way that allows them to feel like they're a part of a community as opposed to mm-hmm. just paying an electric bill? Um, Let's face it, most people, their only interaction with their electric company is usually their bill. So how are you showcasing who you are as a co-op and why you're different? That cooperative difference is all if all you're doing is connecting with them with a bill. So this year, what we are very excited to be doing is two events that are public engagement events. And our first one is right after our business meeting that will be virtual this year again. And it will be what we're calling the Brighter Futures Fund Run. Uh, 100% of the proceeds go to Dolly Parton Imagination Library in our community, Um, and the great thing about it is that that's like even on the fund run, uh, pun, uh, fund run (laughs) website, the (laughs) registration is even like $8 to buy books for another kid in the community for half a year, or $15 for a full year, or $30 for two years.
0: So So there's...
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry,
0: Kyle. For folks that are not familiar, because we reach a lot of people across the nation that might not have heard about Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, can you just explain what this is?
1: Yes. So I will try to without not uh, fanboying too much about Dolly Parton. But <laughs> it's okay. She's just an incredible woman. And what she has done is created a nonprofit that sources books from publishers at heavily reduced rates. And you will have a affiliate, a nonprofit in your community. Um, And if you don't have one, you can start your own, which is cool as well. Um, That will help get students in your neighborhood, your community registered. And every month, Dolly Parton Imagination Library will send them a book from age zero till they turn to age five. Every month they get a book. And it's usually like 25 bucks a year for A kid to be involved in this so because of Dolly Parton's connections and her influence and the funds that she's raised and put in herself it's heavily reduced and allows communities to do that here in Virginia another added benefit is that the state is covering half the cost so we're able to double the impact of those dollars basically to reach even more students Um, so right now we have about 400 that are getting books which is incredible
0: and is that the statewide association for Virginia, Maryland, and Delaware electric cooperatives or the state, like the, the state of Virginia,
1: the, the, the Commonwealth of Virginia government is funding. Wow. it. So uh, some, some states it's uh, it's covered a hundred percent. Some states don't do it at all. Some are, some counties are covering it. like you said, some statewide associations are offering to put in some cash as well, as well as G So it's a great opportunity um, for us. This now makes perfect sense because we get to do everything that we love to do with our members. We chose a high school rate smack dab in the middle of our community. Um, And so you can get to it from either end in less than an hour. Uh, It's at a brand new high school with a track and beautiful trails all around it. And we're doing a kid's fun run that's a quarter mile, half mile or one mile fun run. Not only are we going to have that, we've got bounce houses, we've got touch of trucks, we're going to have fire trucks there, police cars, Virginia Department of Forestry is coming, all those types of people. Our trucks are going to be there, our track machine. Um, and then we've also got our community fair, just like we used to do at our annual meetings. So the Boys and Girls Club will be there, the YMCA, all these other groups. So it'll end up being a one-stop shop. Um, and we chose a Friday night in the summer right after school lets out because, let's face it, it's kind of hard to find family-friendly activities on a weekday night in the summer, and you're like, I got to get these kids out of my house and get them moving <laughs> can sleep, sleep tonight. <laughs> so we're going to. You know, we have a vision of eventually turning this maybe even into a 5K. Uh, we have a vision of maybe even with community help uh, doing it as a glow run. Um, but our top three points about this are: it allows our members to get engaged. It gets kids active not only in the community, but with healthy lifestyle and healthy choices. And it gets our members engaged in a greater community and see they can see themselves as part of a greater fabric uh, of the community as opposed to just paying a bill.
0: Well, I love that because a lot of utilities will encourage their members to raise money through, you know, Operation Roundup is a big one in the electric co-op world. And then there's the Foundation for Rural Service um, with a lot of telcos. And so there there are a lot of ways that – we try to raise money, but it's all like for a fund, not for a very specific uh, need. And I love the idea of turning or taking the funds that you would have been spending on your annual meeting and all the activities around your annual meeting and transitioning into a big community fundraiser for one of your big um community outreach efforts because you're getting your members like they're involved and they're helping you reach your goals, which I don't know that a lot of folks have done that. So it's exciting. Uh, What are you most excited to see out of this?
1: What I'm most excited to see is um, it's, it's uh, I think the old adage of when is the best time to plant a tree and the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is today. So The benefits of this program we're not going to see today. Um, we're going to see it in 18 years when these kids are college bound or going to a technical school and they otherwise wouldn't have had the chance to do that because someone invested in them at an early age and they had books in the home when they otherwise wouldn't have. Um, this will be the the mom that gets encouraged to read books to her kid every night and eventually decides to go back to school and get her GAD and is able to get her family back on track. This is um, an entrepreneur that reads a book about going to space and now all of a sudden, she's building her own robot to send to space with Elon Musk or something like that. Like these are things that are now going to be possible for our community that may not have been previously. Um, and we're not gonna see those impacts now, but as a co-op, we've been doing that since 1937, where we've invested in the future, whether or not we see those, those benefits today. So uh, this is just the next greatest step in that, that mission.
0: I love that. And you said that Northern Neck Electric was or has currently funded 400 uh, books for 400 children a year. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Right now it's uh, 400 books are uh, being funded. We're funding 400 students. And so it's about 2000 books so far this year that have been given out. Which is
0: amazing. What is your goal with (laughs) the fund run? Do you have a goal that you've set up because the fund run is going to be this summer?
1: Yes. So the fund run will be June 9th, uh, 2023. And our goal is to raise $5,000, which is ambitious. But what that can mean is, is we really want to get to the point where not any kid in the Northern Neck that wants to do Dolly Parton Imagination Library, we want it to be not even a, a choice. Not even a question of whether or not they can do it. Whether they're a co-op member or not, it doesn't matter. We are making a statement that this region matters to us. This is our home. These are our neighbors. These are our family. And we're going to invest in them. So um, we want to eventually erase any any opportunity for people to not have access to childhood literacy. Um, And we're going to start making that progress on June 9th.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with Utility Pioneers. He is Kyle Alline from Northern Neck Electric Cooperative, and I'm your host, Megan McCoy at Pioneer Utility Resources. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.